It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you will get $10 off your next order. It's yours, boys and girls and boys. Let's go. Welcome to the Locked On Capitals podcast. My name is Amy Rothenberger and I'm your host. Get ready to rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Now let's start the show. It is a great day to talk about hockey. And today we're going to go over what's new around the league. We're going to talk about the Todd and Barry of it all and compare coaches in this Caps-Brooklanders matchup. And then we'll get to our game day slash weekend preview of what's going to go on between the Caps and the Islanders, both tonight at 8 o'clock and Sunday at noon. But first, playoff talk. Hey, what happened? Let's start out west. Vancouver surprised St. Louis and took game one 5-2. Vegas is leading the series between them and the Blackhawks, having won their first two games. The Coyotes were shut out by the Avalanche in their first meeting. Go, Philip Grubauer, go. And the Dallas-Calgary series is tied at one after some late-game heroics from Dallas's Jamie Alexiak, scoring the tiebreaker with less than a minute left in regulation for the win. Back here in the East. The Flyers beat Montreal in their first meeting, but Montreal kept it close and made it interesting. So their next game this afternoon should be a fun watch. And they'll have a different coach behind the bench after Claude Julien was taken to the hospital yesterday with chest pains. Get well soon, coach. And now the boys have even more to play for. After the marathon Columbus Blue Jackets Tampa Bay opener, Columbus took Game 2 to tie the series at 1. I'm thinking that this one will go to 7. 
After a loss in overtime earlier in the week, the Canes came back to beat Boston 3-2 and tie their series at 1. There are some interesting developments with that game. Number one, apparently Pasta has hurt more than his feelings. Pasta's feelings are hurt. He was deemed unfit to participate and was kept out of game two on Thursday. And then there's Tuka Rask. When asked about how he's feeling out there on the ice after starting a back-to-back, he responded honestly. He said, I quote, Well, I mean, considering I had four months off, I mean, I'm not in prime shape, but trying to get there. I'm just trying to have fun and play the game. I'm not stressing too much about results and whatnot. Sir, this is playoff hockey, right? Well, maybe it doesn't quite feel that way. The lack of atmosphere, he added, quote, makes it feel like an exhibition game. But we're trying our best to ramp up and get energized and make it feel like a playoff game. Brad Marchand later responded to questions saying that maybe Rask thought he was being asked about the round robin, but it was clear what reporters were asking, and it was about Thursday's loss. If I were a Boston fan, or even his teammate, words like this thrown out to the press in such a nonchalant way would concern me and I would wonder how much of a distraction it will prove to be going forward. I guarantee you if you listen to anything else today or if you watch any more hockey today this will get talked about. It got talked about in the late games on Thursday and I don't think that talk is going to stop especially if Boston keeps losing. Now, you know what I'm about to say. This also might have something to do with the President's Trophy curse. And last but not least, the Capitals, of course, lost their first match with the Brooklanders and are set for a rematch tonight. We get primetime hockey at 8 o'clock. In other Caps-related news, former Capital and longtime fan favorite Mike Green announced his retirement yesterday after playing for 15 years in the NHL, most of which was with the Capitals, but he had brief stints with the Red Wings and the Edmonton Oilers. And he's retiring at the ripe old age of 34. Here's wishing him and his family well in his retirement. Coming up next, let's discuss the Todd versus Barry of it all and take a closer look at the coaches in the Caps-Islanders matchup. So with all the hockey that is back on TV seemingly all day every day, I'm looking for something new to snack on, and I have found it. It's actually a protein bar. It's a Built Bar protein bar. And let me tell you, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and it's been improved. And the improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. They have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. I personally am not a nut person. So to have protein bars available to me, 
that do not have nuts in them is a great option. Of those 18 flavors, six of them are also brand new. They have caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, I love a good pun, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. That goes along with their 12 original flavors, and I won't read them all to you, but I will let you know that they include such things as mint brownie and banana bread and peanut butter and raspberry. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, so they're not sort of the powdery, almost chocolate kind of coating that I've tasted on other protein bars. And they're soft and they're easy to chew so that you don't have to worry about breaking a tooth on one of them. Built Bars are healthy. They are great for anybody who is health conscious. You can lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Guilt-free. That's a big thing for me. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. They are great for anyone who's on a keto diet. For example, the peanut butter bar has 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. For a limited time, while supplies last, you will get a free cooler with your purchase at BuiltBar.com. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Let's talk about a tale of two coaches. I like to call those two coaches Toddles and Barreled. Those are my nicknames for them. I have nicknames for a lot of things. But Todd Reardon, Barry Trotz. Some of you are very familiar with their histories, but I like to think that there is a new fan of hockey and a new fan of the Capitals every single day. So we're going to take a little history lesson, and we're going to start with Toddles. Todd Reardon started as a hockey player. He was drafted by the New Jersey Devils in the 12th round. In 1990, for reference, that was also Yarmir Yager's draft year, he played for Bowling Green and in the ECHL and the IHL before finally making it to the big show in the 1998-99 series with the Oilers. 
He went on to play with the St. Louis Blues and the now-defunct Atlanta Thrashers and ended his NHL playing career with a brief stint with the Phoenix Coyotes. He finished out as a player in Europe, and he played for leagues in Germany, Austria, and Denmark. He started coaching at his alma mater, Bowling Green, and then in 2010, he was named assistant coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and in June of 2014, as soon as he was relieved of his duties in Pittsburgh, the Caps picked him up as an assistant coach to Barry Trotz, and that was in conjunction with, and perhaps a reason for, the acquisition of former Penguins, Brooks Orpik and Matt Niskanen. In 2018, after Trotz left Washington in a somewhat controversial move, just as the Stanley Cup had been won, Reardon was promoted and he remains head coach. Which brings us to Barry, hydration is key, Trotz. Barold started as a player too, in junior, in the WHL, in Canada. He said he realized that his playing wasn't good enough for an NHL career and started having doubts about his future. He wound up getting a spot attending training camp for the Hershey Bears in 1982, thanks to Jack Button, who was at that time the director of player recruitment at the Capitals. Button said to Trotz that he he was invited because he believed that he might be a good minor league leader or a coach someday. And lo and behold, Trotz began his coaching career, not much later than that, as an assistant coach at the University of Manitoba in 1984. The following season, he became a GM slash head coach for the Dauphin Kings. And in 1987, he returned to the University of Manitoba as head coach, while he also served as a part-time scout for the Washington Capitals. He became the head coach for what was then the Capitals minor league affiliate, the Baltimore Skipjacks, in 1992. In March of 93, the Skipjacks moved to Portland and they became the Portland Pirates and Trotz moved with them. He took the Pirates to two Calder Cup finals and they won the Calder Cup in 1994. After that, he signed up to be the very first head coach of the then expansion team, Nashville Predators. He led them to the playoffs many, many times. And in April of 2014, the Predators announced that he would not return as head coach. They invited him to work in their hockey operations department after they relieved him of his duties. But he decided that he wanted to keep coaching. And eventually the Capitals came calling for him again. We know what happened after that. And after a few years in a Stanley Cup with the Capitals, Berold moved on to Long Island. So far in his coaching career, he's had over 800 wins. He's gotten a Jack Adams Award for the best coach in the league. And he's got a Stanley Cup under his belt. Now, these are clearly two very different men. 
with two very different histories. And much like my reaction to the game yesterday, when I compared what the teams are like under these two different coaches, I'm going to compare what these two coaches are like. Based on the information that I've just presented, it's my observation here that for Barry, coaching is what he loves and where his skills lie. And he realized that early and pursued it and honed it and brought it to fruition eventually with a Stanley Cup. Whereas with Todd, it seems to me, and I could be wrong, but it seems to me that coaching is the next step in his career progression and it comes with a learning curve. And I'm not sure how far into that curve he's gotten. Yes, of course, he he was there for the Stanley Cup win, but there's only so much that you contribute as an assistant coach. And while you're privy to the decisions of your head coach and the, maybe even the reasons why he's making those decisions, you're not in his head. You're not in the head of a coach that has 800 wins under his belt and almost 20 years of coaching. At the end of the day, this series is, among other things, a battle of their skills and their wits and not just a game played on the ice. It has to be. It is between any two teams, especially in the playoffs, but this situation presents itself to be very unique because you've got one coach that knows both of the teams on the ice very, very well. Perhaps better than the other coach. I think, and I may catch flack for this, feel free to give me flack for this. I think Barry can coach circles around Todd. But, at the end of the day, the scoreboard will tell the tale of this series just like any other. Stay tuned. For everything you need to know about game day, up next. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It's a Capitals game day. The Capitals play the Brooklanders tonight at 8 o'clock. Primetime hockey. So some news up front. Lars Eller is back, but we have no Nicholas Backstrom. The quote from Todd Reardon featured the phrase, he's in protocol. Featured the phrase, he's in protocol, which means he's dealing with concussion issues from that Anders Lee hit in game one. Nicholas has a history of concussions, and that's concerning to me. Tom Wilson was asked to talk about what the mindset of the team is moving forward, especially after so many of his teammates were very vocal about the hit that injured Nicholas Backstrom. Tom Wilson said, and I quote, It's definitely fuel for the fire in a way. Obviously, we didn't like the hit. 
we're going to do our best to play for him. In case you missed it, Anders Lee is not receiving any supplemental discipline for his hit on Nicholas Backstrom, which was a late hit and a hit to the head, hence the concussion protocol. The same type of hit that NHL player safety often says that they want out of the game and has often penalized Tom Wilson for. But if you're a Capitals fan, and you have been for some time, you know that already. And I'll leave it at that. I have some quick thoughts here. If the Caps can start this game tonight with energy and not take their foot off the gas like they did on Thursday, they can win this game. And while Tom Wilson says the team will be playing for Nick, they need to be disciplined and not get baited into sloppy play or shenanigans or fisticuffs that not only garner penalty minutes, but can slow the game down and shift momentum in the wrong direction. Be disciplined, play simple, but high energy. Those are suggestions from Coach Amy. The other recommendation that I would make to Toddles, should he listen, would be to overhaul the D-pairs. The defense looked dreadful in very specific places during Thursday's game. Here is what I would do. Feel free to offer your feedback or your suggestions as well. What I would do is split up Carlson and Kempney. And if possible, bench Kempney altogether. Promote Siegenthaler and give Farivari another shot. It's still early enough in the series to experiment. Don't wait until game six or seven to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. That's all I've got at this point. Let's hope that the Caps have more. They play again on Sunday at noon, brunch hockey. So make sure to come back next week to see where the team stands after three games in a best of seven and what else is going on around the league. Don't forget, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnCaps. You can follow me on Twitter at Amy Rothenberger. You can like and follow the podcast on Facebook at LockedOnCapitals. You can send an email to LockedOnCaps at gmail.com. And I also have another hockey podcast where I swear and I yell a lot with my friend Julie. And we talk about the whole NHL and not just the Capitals. But it doesn't happen daily or even weekly. It's more like every other week. And you can find that on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. Enjoy another weekend that'll be chock full of playoff hockey. And until Monday, make sure to rock the red, unleash the fury, and cheer in all caps. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry, Penguin. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.